This week on the BAMCast. Oh, what a feeling when you're breakdancing on the ceiling. One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey! BAMCast! Episode 394. Man, those numbers are going up. Each episode is so high. Nearly. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yep, we're Mackieless this week. He's All in a volcano. Yeah, it's Mackie versus volcano. Uh huh. Volcano will probably win. Yes. Uh, but hey, you know what? We do each and every episode of this here Bamcast. What? We go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Yeah. And then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. We rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They got one of five jocks. Those are robot jocks. Robot jocks. However, yes. <laughs> there are bad, bad movies. Doesn't stay away. They're getting negative sliding scale. One to five bags after big old piles of trash. No, uh, bags of trash. Mm, sure. Piles of trash that you put into a bag. Right. Yeah. And it becomes the, si- the size of the pile denotes how many bags it needs. Yeah. I yeah. see. Yeah, you I see. get a big old pile, you yeah. need four or five bags. Right. Right. <laughs> Small pile, one bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Private pile. Cool. One bag. All the jacks. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what, 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 well, we're doing like sequels. That's what we've been doing. Yeah, right. Yeah, shit. I, I was like, <laughs> what, what have we been doing? We're watching Se- movies. Sequel we've been timber. Caught up. Caught sequel up on timber. some sequels. So mm-hmm. uh, we we finally got around. It's time for Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo, the movie that the, everyone seems to know. Electric Boogaloo, but not the source somehow. Yeah, it's the got mother weird. of all sequel names. Yes. It became such a joke that people are now like, wait, there was an actual movie like that with was that a, subtitle. That was a real thing. Yeah. We received and. So many tweets mm-hmm. this week, like, what? A record number. Huh? <laughs> There's a thing that goes with that joke? Yeah. yeah well, well there is. You want to feel old. And you know what? There's a plot in it. What? And I might even read a plot summary. I don't know about that. And it might be another thing that is a first. Okay. In Berg. <laughs> a developer tries to bulldoze a community recreation center. The local breakdancers try to stop it. Yes. Uh, I, accurate. I'll give that points for accuracy. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I think this is our first official not stretching the definition Save the Rec Center movie. It is the closest we've ever had to a pure Save the Rec Center. Yes. R- Rapid had a bit of that, but it was more like the entire neighborhood. Mm-hmm. This is, this is it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, this is straight up Save the Rec Center. Yep. And is this is where the Save the, the Rec Center uh, I don't think genre it's the of movies I don't, sort of sprung from. I or? think it started in sitcoms and dumb places like that. Okay, but I I, I don't want to say Canon had such an original idea here that it be, right. became such a lasting trope. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I just feel like such this an is idea, an original idea with their sequel. This yeah. is not quite the the same, but it's it feels a little close to me. Like finally getting the loose cannon. Yes, it yes. I mean, you know, that was more yeah. like a. <gasps> Yeah. He said it. Yeah, they, they they finally said it. 180 something episodes later, they finally said it. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, we we've made save the rec center jokes, and it's finally here. Yeah. And uh, if I'm dancing around describing the plot, it's because a lot of the there's plot a lot of dancing around the plot. Plot. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, but, there's not a. Lo- I mean, there's not a lot of real plot in this. Yeah, no. I, I was gonna say. Oh, all right. It could be argued. I think. Unlike the first one, mm-hmm. that this one is more of a traditional musical because in in so much that when they go into dancing, it's to be believed that it's fantasy. It's not like happening because it's a dancical. 
Yeah. Well, it's I, flights like, of fancy. Flights of fancy. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, a traditional <laughs> musical is not like, oh, everyone just started joining in and they can all dance. I mean, yeah. it's like, it, it's assumed that it's, uh, you know, a fantasy world that they enter in and then the song's over and everyone's like, well, that was fun. Like, like that didn't actually happen. But, and the first one was pretty much like, I think when they did breakdancing, they were breakdancing and it mm-hmm. was real life. And the first one was specifically a movie that was focused on the trials and tribulations of dancers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This one, I mean, it opens up and it's pretty much like full on musical number. Like, yes, like they're just going down the street and all of a sudden people are joining in like from starts with a mailman. Then like some it doesn't start with a mailman, does it? Well, I mean, like beyond the local neighborhood kids who were already breakdancing. Well, it, do- it doesn't start with that. Oh, no, it, it builds into that because okay. like um, Special K. Mm hmm is dancing for her, you know, right. doing her auditions and such. And this movie is six months later. Mm-hmm. Um, she has broken up with Shooter McGavin because she has that scene where she talks to her parents <laughs> to get like the, the six month backstory of, hey, what about that nice lawyer fellow you were dating? She's like, ah, he was a nerd. Um, and then she's like, I miss Turbo or Ozone. Ozone. Or, yeah, Ozone. I miss Ozone. And then that's she goes to see them. OK, right. right. Yeah. And they're just they're just kind of hanging out, and they're like, "Hey, you want to see our special place?" And she's like, "You bet I do." And then they just start dance marching through right. the neighborhood, and that's when they just start sweeping up every other person yeah. along the way. I think this movie is a musical where the characters don't sing. Like, yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, kind of in that framework, uh, because this, like many other numbers that follow it, it's. It's exactly like that, that sort of weird flight of fancy. I'm just kind of clicking with me yeah. now. Um, it's when normal, everyday people join in on the fun, and then as soon as the song's over, they like snap out of it and go back about their business. And disappear, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you got the mailman, you got a... There's like telephone line workers. Telephone. That guy starts humping the hell out of that telephone yes. pole. <laughs> um, some like construction people, I think. Mm-hmm. Or, or construction yard, workers, yard, like a pizza guy. Yeah. Like everybody and, in the and neighborhood, then there's a cop giving a ticket, yeah. and then she joins in. Yes. I mean, just, and then like cars church, join church in, church ladies join in. Yeah. yeah, everybody. Yeah, but they're going to miracles. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, come on, you want to see the, where we've been, what we've been doing for six and, months? And yeah, they're they're dancing down the street to miracles, and when we see it, the it, place is called miracles. That's when it cl- clicks. It's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, that's a brightly col- colored graffiti covered rec center. Yep, they're gonna have to save it, aren't they? Because they give Special K the tour, and it's like, here's where we dance. Um, here's our boxing gym for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a boxing gym, which they keep invading and like bothering the people who are actually working out to like dance around them. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's one, there's one guy, this old dude. You've seen him in a million things. I, I'm blanking on his name right this second, but he's like the owner of the building, and he's also the boxing coach. And he's just like, oh hi, who's your friend? And and they're just like, you know, hey, it's special case. Six months ago, she was our best friend in the world. And then for some reason, we totally it's, parted uh, ways. Harry Caesar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But he's uh, the one that got the head to Brute joke. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. yeah but By- it's, Byron is the character name. Okay. Yes. But yeah, it's just, you know, yeah, this is this is where we hang out and we, we teach other people, you know, teach them stuff. We yeah, teach them how to dance, street, teach them how to box. Whatever and, they want to do. Yeah. To occupy their time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would seem that they have like graffiti lessons too um yeah probably they have a they have a mork mime they have, <laughs> yes. they have they have a mime who's like never really in full mime makeup but he's just got the brightly colored <laughs> you know he's you know, a fucking mime <laughs> more you know 
Robin Williams more suspenders and yeah. shit, you know. He's like the one who greets him at the door. Yeah, and and begins the tour with like, oh, let me open the invisible door and yeah. slide this over here. Like, oh, for well, I'm sake. miming and shit. Get out of my way, mime. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also along the way, they have they stopped at one outdoor theater where there's more of like a Latin group that mm-hmm. are just you know dancing and doing their thing, and there's a there's a special lady there. It's like Latin hip hop sort of yeah. stuff, and uh, all the guys are like looking at, but him. especially Turbo. Yes, Turbo he, is in. He enjoys looking at her, but he is also a child. Shy. He's shy, <laughs> so. There is lots of running away. Is that perhaps Lucia? I believe it's. I believe that's the character name. I, yeah, I think so. Known for body rock as an additional finale dancer. Body rock's pretty good, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's a there's a there's a second female character in this movie. The first one didn't have that. So hey, how about that? Yeah, I mean, you know. It, it it was weird. Everyone just kind of being like targeting Special K in the first movie. Like we all kind of well, like you, right, and yeah. you know, why don't you stay behind for private dance lessons? And this is this is more like okay, she's just kind of there, and and people have other interests. And it, so and it, the entire movie, I spent it bugging the hell out of me that I feel felt like I recognized the actress, but it's it's somebody else that looks exactly like her, and it yeah. can't place who or what movie. Yeah, she has a familiar yeah. look to her. But are you still talking about Lucia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who, like I said, I, when I looked her up, I was like, okay, you're not in any other movies. Why do I think I know you? But mm-hmm. I don't know. I gave up after a certain point. Okay. But hey, guess what? Hey, what? Some rich white fucks want to tear down that building. They sure do. Put up a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna. Yeah. So <laughs> there, there's, you know, guy, old guy with money and some city council dweeb in a bow tie and horn rim glasses. and. Mm-hmm. And I have oh, huge circle glasses. Yeah. And he's got a big old bald head. And I, 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 I thought he just worked for him, but apparently he was like the city planner guy that was on the take or something, I guess is what it's later implied. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just like standing outside, like, Oh, this will be ours, you know, cause the city's in our pocket and we're mm-hmm. just going to turn this in. And they don't really say right away that it's going to be like a, a mall, but that it's going to be a mall. Yeah. Uh, they say, I, I think they, well, I don't think they say it in the beginning, but yeah. they, they do say several times throughout the rest of the movie that it's going to be a shopping center. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to bring the property values up right. and get all those pesky black folks out of the community. Those undesirables yeah. out of the area. This, this movie skirts around its racism, just like the first one. It, it It's so there are r- random words for it. it usually just means street. Right. <laughs> someone whenever like in the first one, if someone says street something, it's like, oh, OK. I get it. You're racist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's our plot. Yeah. But they basically immediately go to like city council woman. Like, hey, and they're just well, she's just they like send they send the old guy a letter and mm-hmm. it's like and the old guy's like, get a load of this. No, no. I mean, like they go to meet with her first, like before the city council meeting. Oh, right. right, right. And then like or the bad guys. do. Yeah, yeah. the bad guys. Yeah. And, and they're like, so we want to tear this down. And they're like, because, you know, these kids have a rundown rec center. She's like, rec center. That's and it's like, it's this place called Miracles. That's a lovely name. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 wait. It's the building. Building's dilapidated and it needs like two hundred thousand dollars worth of work to even be habitable. And yeah, you know, and they, she's like, they'll be better off when we give them the money. Yeah. Which she's, she's just like, which is strange because like they, they never actually act like they're going to buy this place that they're just going to take it over and have it condemned right but like well they say they say that it's the building is condemned it would cost more than 
what anyone would have what it would be worth to to re- renovate it right. so let's just bulldoze it and put up our shopping mall they just pull this two hundred thousand dollar figure out of their butts yes and nobody questions it for mm-hmm. the rest of the movie nope. yeah but, but she, she is immediately like on the side of like no but the kids and then is like well you're probably right yeah you know, it's probably be- it's probably for the best yeah and so she's more or less not on the take but she's duped at this point and, she's and then they send the letter with their son yeah then she sends the letter yeah. and they're like yeah they say we get, we got 30 days we gotta get out of here and mm-hmm. so they spend 29 days selling lemonade and watching cars <laughs> yeah well they they, <laughs> they have they have a montage of, of fundraising <laughs> yes and they earn about seven thousand dollars yeah which is pretty good it's I mean, not bad but it's a lot less than the two hundred thousand dollars they they're need. only one hundred ninety three thousand dollars short okay mm-hmm. that's fair <laughs> and so before the city council meeting there, um, Kelly is like, or special K is like, <laughs> you know, my parents are rich. Maybe we should go talk to them. And, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, Ozone's basically like, no, I'm, I'm not, not going to go. I'm beg not, rich I'm not people begging. For money. And she's like, no, no, I, I didn't necessarily mean that. I just meant like he's good with money. Maybe he could give us some ideas. Yeah. Let's just go. And so. So they go. Kind of a parallel of the, the fancy party that they go to in the first one. They Kind they, of. They roll up to this house and. You know, and they're like, wow, Kelly, I, you have a lot of money. I, it should be noted that, um, God, uh, what's his name? Turbo, mm-hmm. uh, throughout this movie is wearing mostly wearing marching band outfits. Yeah, yeah. he looks like an extra from Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's found a particularly interesting one that he, they roll up into this house and they meet the housekeeper and the cat and then. <laughs> <laughs> the housekeeper and the cat <laughs> this fall on CBS like and the parents come down and like just as they're about to get Day introduced to the parents watch like another lawyer dude yeah do not shooter McGavin yeah shows Rock up Morton P. Smallcockington yeah. <laughs> Junior yes. Brent Worthing Smythe the third <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they're just like oh your fiance is here and she's like huh what the fuck and Every, uh, Ozone is immediately just like, and Ozone oh, and, I see. Ozone and Kelly have kind of been getting close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're. Which is weird you know. because in the first movie, like they weren't. And now all of a sudden she's acting like, well, I think you're kind of my long lost love, but not really. Because like when like the, when she reunited with them for the first time, she's like, oh, hi, Turbo. And then when Turbo scatters away, uh, he, she's like, Ozone smooch, you know, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. what did we miss here? <laughs> But yeah, so Ozone is immediately like, what the fuck? Like, hell no. And she's like, not my fiance. I don't know who the fuck this is. And then, you know, vaguely racist dad comes out and is just like, oh, Billington, how well, are like, you? And, and just brushes right past yeah. them to go. Yes. It's like, oh, pleased to meet you, yoink. And then goes guy. right over to him. How's the lawyering? And, you know, well, it's Hollywood. Yeah. You know, everyone sues everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, they Ozone over to Ozone, Ozone, yeah, Turbo. Ozone and Turbo. Yeah. Mockingly return the, the laugh. <laughs> yeah. And so they have dinner and they're forced to eat something gross and something gross that Muffy made or yeah, whatever. And her mother's name is Turbo feeds it to the cat. And then I, I don't there's know a what weird the thing f- that looks like an air plant or a succulent or something. Yeah, that's yeah. Just it's stuck like tomato in this... soup and a tiny squid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this fall on CBS. <laughs> Available only with CBS All Access. It's gazpacho and the squid. <laughs> oh man, that would be that's a, my favorite buddy cop a drama great detective show. <laughs> I'd watch it. Um, gazpacho, <laughs> you're on my last nerves, gazpacho. Turn your badging gun. Your new partner's Squid. Squid, what you do your reports? Put them in ink. Don't I always? 
<laughs> wow. Uh, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I, I don't know why, don't know why good... he has water voice. But... Yeah, you just do. Yeah. When you squid out of water, you just... <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, squid, you're such a good cuddler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a cuddlefish. <laughs> Boy. You sounded awfully lo- like, like this guy I used to date. He was a doctor. Uh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, so it, it it gets mentioned that they have a rec center that needs saving, mm-hmm. and immediately Dad is like, "Oh, I get it. You want money? Well, let me tell you something. You're kind. When they get <laughs> yeah, money, they waste it on things, and so get out." And they're just like, why? I never. <laughs> they just throw down their napkins and say, good day, sir. And they leave. You racist old fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Kelly eventually is like, I didn't know my dad was that racist. Sorry. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it's kind of like a non-apology of like, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, he's happened. he's an, a man. He's and from he a different says time. Things, yeah. You know, whatever. You got to just. He's from a time where it was okay to be racist. Yeah, you just yeah. Uh, just don't follow him on Facebook. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So they didn't get any luck there. And at mm. some point, they have reestablished. Okay, so they have gone to a club at one point. This was earlier, way before the the shenanigans. And there, there's like this gang of women w- led by this one woman who is an ex-girlfriend of Ozone who has decided she wants Ozone back. And the sight of Special K makes her fucking frenzied. Just like, no, this will not stand. Well, the best part is like how that's introduced is she's painting some sort of backdrop for whatever thing they're going to do. Well, that comes after they got introduced at the club. Was it? Yeah, because she comes in later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the, the club was the first meeting of just like, what? I, I okay. Because also at the club, it, they, it was later. Yeah. they restarted their... Um, their feud with the young dragons or whoever the fuck the right. the rival gang the is electro rockers yes the same gang from the first movie so they come in and they're just like well you know this is a real dance club you need to get the hell out and ozone and turbo are like we're not going to dance against you and then it's like the fuck you say to me and then it's you know they're tussling each other right so they did not fight so later what happens they're uh, they're fixing up the place, right? Well, I, I think we, I think we have the town uh, hall meeting. That's where much later. is it? Okay, yeah. I thought they hadn't decided to put the show on until they were like, no, no, oh, they're, shit, they're just fixing up the place. Oh, okay. They're just, you know, we got seven thousand dollars. Let's, you know, build signs and do stuff. Sure. And th- they're painting like some board, and that's when yeah. the other girl comes in, and they have their weird record scratch moment. Well, where- yeah, because like it's it's <laughs> it plays out visually very funny because um, ozone is like about to lift this thing up that's, you know, like 12 feet long, and mm-hmm. he can't pick it up by himself. Mm-hmm. And she goes over like, oh, let me help you. And yeah. then Kelly walks in, and then she just, like, drops her in, and it just, it's just a big wooden yeah. backdrop thing, and it just goes slam against this table. Yeah. She's like, and then, oh, Ke- and then she just storms off. And then Kelly walks over like, oh, let me help you. And then she, so she, something gets said. She, well, she drops uh, this thing. She was like, "Oh, I'm, I may be up for a part where I might have to go to Paris." Or <laughs> and something like that. And Ozone just drops it. Is like, "Oh, I suppose you're going to go." It's just <laughs> we're not even important anymore, and it just it becomes that. Like, yeah. She's like, "I, I just said I may have a role. I didn't even say when." Yeah, but, the thing happened. But I... it's just funny because this thing that he was obviously working on very hard just gets dropped. <laughs> it just doesn't care. <laughs> just this thud. Yeah, like, but it's, it's a piece of shit anyway. It, to but be fair. 
as with all arguments in this movie, that doesn't get resolved because at that moment, someone throws a can of spray paint through the window Mm -hmm. (laughs) to which they pick it up and go, the electro rockers. rockers. (laughs) And they run outside and they're all just like, yeah, come dance us. So they run over to an, uh, an overpass which is apparently the layer of the Electro Rockers. They got all their shitty Technically, cars. at that spot, it's an underpass. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Fair enough. Or they are under the overpass. That's, I'm not sure how that works. I think that's what no. they were doing. Or they're under the bridge yeah. downtown. But this just becomes, uh, you guys are going to fight us now mm-hmm. with dance. To Let's, a song named Combat. Yes. Where they say combat a lot. They do. And mostly, the lyrics of Combat are exactly what's happening in yes. the scene. Like, pretty much every song in this movie is tailored to the theme of the dancing that is happening. Hmm. It yep. is the Stargroviest movie. It's. I, I was going to ask, once you were finished with that statement, if this qualifies it for a Stargrove? Yeah. This this song in particular. Because, because this song like, is... It is exactly specific. describing the act, action, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it just starts as a regular dance battle, and then all of a sudden, the Electro Rockers pull out nunchucks. Well, like you do. And then it becomes this actual dance fight like they are dance fighting right it, it's so weird it's, <laughs> it's another one of those things where it kind of goes into the mm-hmm. fantastical mm-hmm. yeah i'm pretty sure like in the real world they were straight up actually fighting and it became dance fighting in the movie or they were actually dancing yeah in sure. the real world but it was yeah. fighting in their mind but, but yeah no the nunchucks get countered with uh spray painted trash can cans. lids uh-huh. mm-hmm. um and then they capture the nunchucks and throw them away and then they split off into pairs mm-hmm. and dance fight each other individually yep yeah Thro- dance throwing themselves against cars and dancing on cars and yes and it's weird because there are dancers one or- and cars getting caught <laughs> there are one or two moments during this where there is actual physical confrontation like turbo will just grab a guy and throw him against the wood of the roof of a yeah. car and you're like whoa <laughs> that's not dancing sir <laughs> that's inappropriate it's but slam it's still it's slam dancing <laughs> oh okay right it's still pretty dancey though <laughs> it is yeah there are there are actually a couple good scenes in here between um special k and the other girl mm-hmm. I, I yeah they're like doing this weird like slapping thing where they're not really slapping each other yeah. but it's like this weird fish hand motion it, it, it this we're not selling this is not scene. a very good dance number in general but it is a spectacle to behold mm-hmm. yeah when this starts you're like oh my god what is happening <laughs> like what is this it's the <laughs> 80s version of west side story yeah yes <laughs> yes but it is just oh my god this i my mind is blown this movie is amazing um but eventually the electro rockers are just like electro rockers out yeah <laughs> i think that meant that they lost or they could that the miracles won I think. Yeah. Nobody I think. knows. Miracles? Oh, well, yeah. They have a... When they're crewing up like that, what do they say? It TKO. Was, TKO. TKO. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's from the the last one, right? Turbo yeah. Kelly and Ozo. That's yeah. right. TKO. And some some people at Miracles still have TKO t-shirts. Right. Which, by which, the way, I, if they don't exist, I, I kind of want a Miracles in in like spray graffiti logo shirt mm-hmm. just for that i'll go to the fucking flea market right now and get you one <laughs> that unless or or tell me which looney tune you want on the back it's that or i i want an adult size version of we didn't even mention, yeah, we one haven't of the, mentioned one of, the best character of the movie there's <laughs> a little there's a little kid a little kid L I L apostrophe kid right who has a the kind of you know shirts that we don't have anymore like the block stencil letters. They're kind of coming back in fashion a yeah, little bit among like the, the hip kids. The big, like, puffy letters yeah, that are just kind of, like, letters. ironed on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he has a shirt that just says Lil Wizard. Lil Wizard. 
And he wears that for good. the first 20 or 30 and minutes of this movie. Like a bright colored shirt with the black puffy stencil. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And or it's silver, I think. Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's like we just saw him and it was like, that's, Little Wizard. That's Little Wizard. <laughs> and, and then every time we saw Little Wizard. what his shirt says, so that's what his name is. Yeah. <laughs> Little Wizard. Yeah. Tiny Wizard. But anyway, it's a toss up between the Miracle shirt and or a Little Wizard. Fair enough. Yes. We'll get you a mir- Miracles on the front and Little Wizard on the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. the best way to do get it. Get a jersey style. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I was gonna say, you know, there there some people are still wearing the TKO TKO shirts, but they're not vintage because this movie came out nine months after the first movie, so right. they were just leftover. <laughs> Almost the same amount of time transpired real time yes. as transpired in movie time. Right. Um, so there's another scene at uh, the club, the Radiotron, mm-hmm. and this is just when it's like, ladies and gentlemen, iced tea again, and you're like, oh. And Ice T no, is no, fucking. No. Yeah, I was gonna say not just oh, like. <laughs> well, no, I know, but I mean, I was, you know, he sure. Was, he, he was they, in the first one. You're like, oh, all right, but then you know, like, oh, he's in this too. Sweet, and he's like Mad Maxed out. Yeah. And strange bondage gear, uh, Bret Hart sunglasses. Yep. Typical Ice T hat. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's something to behold because I mean, it's that it's that fine line between standard, you know, rapper Ice T and mm-hmm. like transitioning towards body count. Yes. Because. Like this is angry. Like it's he, he does get angry. He I mean, hope. well, I mean, it's it's not even like traditional rap. I mean, like they're they're doing some scratching and everything, but like he's just kind of like angry lyricing, and then eventually just starts breaking records and shit. Yeah, he holds up like a record album and it's just like punch and yeah. shatter and just like ah records. You know, it's like and okay. it's I mean, isn't there like three turntables just all scratching their own thing mm-hmm. at the same time? It's there just, are two turntables next to each other and, and two microphone. DJs, yeah. and they just keep reaching across each other and and cross scratching. And there's one guy who just goes to the mixer and just fucking clowns every switch on that thing. And is just like, (laughs) look at me moving all the stuff. I'm angry. You know, it's like this whole band is super angry. He's he's wearing like this giant necklace that says Zulu nation on it, Mm -hmm. man. This some weirdness. Like you were saying, this little tiny era of ice tea needs to be explored. Yeah. I need to know more about this. Like if this was only like a three week period in his life, that needs to be chronicled. (laughs) We need like the entire story. This is why we need ice tea to come on the podcast so we can talk to him about it. That's exactly what we need. Ice tea, please come on the podcast so we can talk to you about it. (laughs) Seriously. Yes. Open an invitation. Yeah. Follow way open. Uh, We promise not even to do (laughs) invitations while you're here. I I, I don't know if I can hold back. Uh, I'm pretty sure if he's here talking, yeah. we won't feel the need to do it. We will just keep making him talk <laughs> to uh, say, please talk to us. I see. We could just do like, OK, we need a minute. Please rate our iced tea impressions. <laughs> I <laughs> on a scale of one to kill Whitey. <laughs> how bad is my iced tea impression? Let me go ahead and say four. <laughs> That's the body count. <laughs> <laughs> one grave yeah. we're in. <laughs> Man, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll always anyway. take a chance to get off on a nice tangent. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice tangent. Uh, yeah. So there, there's there's been a scene where the ex girlfriend has confronted Ozone and been like, "Leave her alone," and he's like, "I I don't know anything about her," and he, she's like, "You better not." And then he's like. Please leave. I want to go to bed. <laughs> like we we haven't been a thing in a long time. Yeah. And she's like, so still don't hang out with Special K. And he's like, all right, whatever. Just please let me go to sleep. And then she leaves. And then Turbo comes in and he's like, I like a girl. Mm-hmm. How do you do 
love <laughs> and he just like jumps up and is like i thought you would never ask let's fucking do this and you're like what and then it's just this becomes a weird fever dream dance sequence where they have like this 80s real doll in the corner it's just a cloth doll sure <laughs> but it's a life-size cloth doll yeah and it also is sort of dressed and its hair is sort of styled to look like special care. it is uh, which is why during the sequence, while they are dancing around with it, it turns into Special K. But it also turns into Lucia. Yes. Mm-hmm. And f- for half a second, Oza or Turbo is like does like a double take when this happens. He's like, what the fuck? But then they're both just dance fighting, trying to woo the affections of the doll. Yeah, well, well, and because like, like if when Turbo's dancing with it, it becomes Kelly. Mm-hmm. And when, when Ozone's dancing with it, it becomes Lucia. So it's also like they're fighting over the doll. Like, that's my woman. Yeah. And and it's just it's quick cut yeah. and and it keeps flashing like keeps flashing back and forth between all th- all three yeah. the doll and the two girls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really well done. I was really really well. impressed with this se- that mm-hmm. sequence. It, it was it's cut, cut really really well. Really well. Yeah, because there's a lot of dips, and then yeah. when you pick them up from a dip, it's somebody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's done. Perfectly. But eventually they end up like ripping the doll in half because they're they're fighting <laughs> fighting over yeah yeah. yeah. And again, this conflict goes nowhere. It means no, absolutely they, nothing. No, they just kind of ha 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 and like, you know. And then start tangoing with each other for a couple yeah. of minutes. Yeah. Which I was just waiting for somebody to walk in and be like, you know, like, what are you two doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody <laughs> to wheel yeah. a turntable in and then. Well, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, it, this was the 80s. I was fully expecting the gay panic to like run right. to get hit. There, oh, sure. You know, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, no, I, I mean, mean, there's one weird 80s thing box that it didn't tick. Sure. So yeah. I yeah. appreciate that. But anyway, it, that yeah, it kind of goes nowhere. Except I guess I guess Turbo now has some moves. Yes, he um, does. Which, and, and which he, don't really go anywhere. He just like doesn't doesn't she just kind of eventually show up and be like, oh no, he goes back to to the he goes dancing. to see her again. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, come dance on stage with me through suggestion. Well, she said no. She says something in Spanish. Yeah. And he's like, she what? says, come dance with me. In, but not not in English. No, in Spanish. Yeah, she says, but like he has, to, he has to ask this other guy who's just this big giant dude who's <laughs> like dude Hawaiian shirt, tongue tongue out, like dancing along with us. Like, and this then he's best. like, "What did she just say?" And he he goes like, "She thinks you're sexy and wants you to go up <laughs> and dance on the stage with her. You should go." And then just like back to tongue <laughs> and out, he's like, just like I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. It's like damn, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he's just like, oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. But I guess eventually they get together because it's never really shown. It well, just... what they they get to the he ne- leaves, right? He, yeah, he yeah. doesn't go, get up and dance with her. But what happens is, is that he at one point, I forget how he just kind of what the weird fever dream moment is that gets him to this point. But he's just dancing in their that bedroom mm-hmm. that we thought was um, what's his name's uh, ozones. Yeah, they seem to have a shack that they live in. Yeah, and. Of some sort. He's, you know, dancing in this room. He's just like, it's like, I guess, the confidence dance or whatever mm-hmm. he's doing just to build confidence. And uh, the he starts dancing up the wall. And yep. then he's dancing on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then Eat he your heart out, Jamiroquai. Does a full rotation and comes around and goes back up again. And you're like, okay, this is interesting and nifty. And I mean, I know what they're doing. They're rotating the set and what? keeping the camera stable. What? Yeah. But... It looks really good. It looks awesome, especially when he moonwalks across the ceiling. Yes. Like, that's like, well, <laughs> I don't because he's actually believe this at all. I think this is like something you're trying to plant in my head, Mm-mm. like but, an inception, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like there's so they've established this set already, mm-hmm. which 
helps the believability a lot. Yep. They also have so much shit on the walls and floor. Yeah, there's like cassette just, tapes in, and plants, and including the one thing that like your your brain immediately associates. Like, there's no way they can fake that. They have um like a bar light. Yes, which is on yeah. chains, chains. You know, but it's also got a. It's they sneakily put a bar in. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like it's that's one of those things that when you see it, you're like. I immediately believe that this only works suspended. You know, like yeah, this can't right. work upside down. So it's one of those things that your brain just sees and is like, how is this happening? Yeah. Another thing that they do, and I'm not sure entirely, not entirely sure how they did this, but the windows show trees in the background. Yeah. And there's movement on those trees. So yeah. I don't know if they had fake trees outside, like right outside the window. They might have had a little extra set built out to where like the trees moved with it. So right. it was all yeah, still. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's what they did, but it. It looked really good. But man. It, I mean, like in Very addition impressive. to all the perspective stuff at one point, he's still like on the wall and he, he like does like a one finger push up like, haha, look at me. Right. She comes in and just right. stands against the wall while he is still on the wall. Well, they they cut to her walking in normally. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ah, she looks up towards yeah. the ceiling and goes, ah, yeah. And then closes the door behind her. And then she's leaning up against the wall, yeah, which is really clever. Yeah. She's like in the Gravitron. She's just <laughs> like, <laughs> she's just right. <laughs> the forces are keeping her against the wall and she just has to wait for the room to come back to normal and then she can interact, which basically becomes like we are in love now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's, pretty much. He just goes over and is like smooch time. And all right. Well, if you saw somebody dancing on a ceiling wouldn't that probably do it for you yeah yeah okay yeah 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 but then they have like the the big town hall meeting mm-hmm. which is just basically like well it's been 30 days and uh they only have seven thousand dollars minus yeah. all the money for outfits so they're never gonna get that money so why don't we just go ahead and oh, and they're trying to plan a show yeah they're also yeah but they apparently can't plan in time no, like they, they can't they get the show to happen. Figured out how, but yeah, they they, they don't get, have a calendar. They get word basically that it, they've gone like the the evil dude has gone in front. He's gone to the the town council and is just like, look, they're never going to raise the money. Can we just go ahead and demolish this thing now? And the town council's like, yeah, that kind of sounds all right. But then thirty days, they Fuck all it. march in. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah, because they had a big protest thing going yeah. down the street with signs. They and- took signs and they're like, let's go, and they all march down the street and. So they're just, you know, they're all just like, this is dumb. This is bullshit. Sir, this- you're out of order. This whole court's out of order. Yeah. And-, and she's like, uh, you know, it's you got a compelling, compelling argument. But, you know, law, I guess. I don't know. You but can't we stand made there forever. up these rules. So we're going <laughs> to stick with these rules that we made up. Yeah. And they're like, all right, shopping mall approved. And they're like, over our dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is pretty much the we're response. Going, <laughs> we're going back to the rec center. <laughs> Um, so the bad guys decide to uh, gin up a couple, uh, well, a quartet of bulldozers. Well, before that, some dudes have just shown up to start doing pr- preliminary work. Mm-hmm. And, oh, right, right, right. And surveying. Yeah, and Turbo's like, "Got your, got your lunchbox, ha ha, got it." And like, two dudes are fucking furious at him. They chase him like. I don't think blocks. it was really a lunchbox. I think well, it was part he of kept, their survey. No, I know, but I he know. just kept saying, God, I got you lunch, you know? <laughs> and they're like, you motherfucker. And, and these two guys, got, no. <laughs> they chase him down like 10 blocks to where he just, he gets to a flight of stairs and just fucking, well, a stuntman just rolls down these stairs. Yeah, a stuntman that's like 60 pounds heavier than <laughs> yes, Turbo. And has much shorter hair. Um but yeah, so Turbo has fallen down lots of stairs and is in... He broke all of his things. <laughs> ...is in danger. So immediately just word gets to everybody. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, Turbo's in the hospital. 
let's go get him. Yeah, and um, Kelly is basically taking the job where she's like, pa- bags packed with yeah. her agent about to leave for Paris. Yes. To which uh, Ozone busted is like, Turbo's in the hospital. We got to go. <laughs> and and agent guy's like, you can't go. What about Paris? She's like, screw Paris or wait or get a ticket later. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. Like, the movie response is screw Paris and then leave. But she says, screw Paris or get me a later flight. Either one. I don't know. <laughs> Leaving it open for a sequel, I guess. Yeah. So if I could still go to Paris, that would be sweet. But I need to go see my friend right now. Forget Paris. Yeah. Um. So they go to the hospital. And as like three, like there's like five of them that go into the room initially, including Little Wizard. Um. As they get there, mm-hmm. the girl... Well, they're like, well, he's like laying there comatose. Yes. And they're like, I wish we could wake him up. And they're all kind of like, hey, hey, wake up. Because it's. um. Well, wait, before they even interact with him, before any of that happens, the girl. No, no, no. He, they all walk, they're like, how can we wake him up? Because like the um, Code Byron guys there and they're all like, what can we do? And they're just kind of shaking a little yeah. bit. And, and then, then and then Lucia just comes okay. out of like. She comes out of the little coat rack that closet. They, yeah, that they give you in a hospital room yeah. to put your stuff. And at least everyone in the movie goes, wait, what? Why is she in there? And the kids, one of the kids says, and this might have just been the kid ad-libbing, says, maybe she lives in there. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's adorable as hell. <laughs> it's so great that everyone reacts to it like, wait, what the fuck? And then the kid just goes, maybe she lives in there. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah you make some good points. Right. We, we don't know anything about her. Yeah. But she reaches over and leans down and kisses him, mm-hmm. to which, you know, he, Sleeping Beauty's awake right. and starts pop-locking in bed. Yeah. And they're and like, that, that starts another, like, fantastical dance sequence of everyone involved in the hospital. Doctors, nurses. Well, they, well, they drive patients, him out nurses, of the hospital. nurses come out. Yes. Yeah, but they, they so they, they drive him out into the hallway, like just his whole bed. And there are all these people like with various injuries kind of coming into the hallway to see what's up. And then these hot nurses, like 80s video hot nurses show up mm-hmm. and they run around and go healed, healed, healed to everybody. And everyone just throws away their walkers and crutches and it's fucking dance mania going on in this hospital. It's fucking chaos, but yeah, it is. Uh, like a patient dies on the table, and the doctors are like, "Oh well, call it." And, and the, then like the nurses are like over at the window going, "Huh, ah, dancing," and the doctors are like, "Fuck yeah, dance! Let's go dance!" And they all leave the room, and then the patient like comes back to life. The power of dance brings him back. Mm-hmm. It starts dancing like it too. does for everyone. And they go, you know, they go dance at the the large nurse who is in charge of the floor, and it takes maybe twelve seconds to persuade her to start dancing along with them she's you know for 12 seconds she's like this is my floor get out of here dancing's fun yay (laughs) but then he wakes up and like again like it never happened it's just kind of like where am i kind of he's back in the room yeah yeah because that's what i'm saying no one healed him we were hoping for like a the rock (laughs) powering out of the cast like i must dance was he back in the the turbo's gotta go to work yeah he was yeah he was (laughs) turbo's gotta go to twerk (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh, no uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, the power of dance did not recuperate him yet. Completely, no. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, he's he's just back in bed. And uh, and Lucy is there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this th- that is a sequence of him like, I gotta go, I gotta help him, I, got, I, I have to go to the thing. And it's just a lot, <laughs> he's like, get me out of the bed, pull me up. And she's like trying to lift him, and there's they've dubbed in this weird cartoon voice for her. I have no idea why. It's just oh Dios mío, oh no, oh no, you know, it's just it's all this, and he is just 
falling over and she is dropping him. <laughs> well, what well, what basically keeps happening is he's trying to get out of bed and she's kind of trying to keep him from getting out of bed. Yeah. And they sort of spin around so he falls on top of her on the bed. Right. And she's like, oh, turtle boy. Yeah. Like the fucking bee brutal. from The Simpsons or something. Um, <laughs> it's embarrassingly dubbed. It's but, very strange. But they eventually sneak Not out. Not a real person's voice whatsoever. Shenanigans. But uh, yeah, that's when the quad of bulldozers pulls up to the front. Right. I okay, so I was expecting something more from this. Oh, absolutely. Because they are just like, oh, the bulldozers are here. Let's all go out there and just kind of dance at them. Mm-hmm. We'll just climb up on them and dance a little bit. And that works for 12 seconds until they're just like, keep driving. Douglas from Douglas Construction shows <laughs> up and he's like, run over those kids, goddammit. Yeah. And they get out of the way. But then uh, Turbo has shown up. Right. He's escaped. Per- perfectly fine. No, he, no, he's still got the cast and everything yeah. on. Oh, that's right. They don't yeah. bust him out of that yet. Yeah. But yeah, he's so he shows up and he is like uh, in he, front he, of the stage. Yeah, he one man stands stands off with this. This one bulldozer. bulldozer has decided to advance and gets all the way to him. He's blocking the stage. He's like, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah. And Douglas is like, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and the bulldozer driver, to his credit, is like, we came here to do a job, not murder kids. We're leaving. And Douglas yep. is like, no, kill him. Yes, kill him. <laughs> Run him over. It's like fucking crazy Vince McMahon. Yeah, but no, all the all the tow truck or the, the bulldozer drivers are just like, we're out. And they leave. And they won. They leave in like in formation as well. Yeah, it's do. kind of funny. But so they've won. Sort this, of. Well, they've they've defeated the plans to knock the building down. Right. But they did. I was expecting so much more. I figured it was. I figured they were just going to have to the power of dance was going to have to persuade them to not do this or physically blow back the the bulldozers or something. But that's not what happens. What actually saves the rec center (laughs) is a van full of white journalists show up and be like, hey, look at the news. I'm Herbert Herbertson for Action 7 News and Howard Howard. I think it was Howard Howard. Yeah. He's like, I'm a Howard Howard for Channel 3. Howard Howard. I'm Howard Howard's for Channel 3 and these children are trying to boogaloo and these and Douglas from Douglas Construction is trying to bulldozaloo them. What's going on here? And they've accosted the the city planner guy and he basically says, "Uh, it it was a snafu. Uh, we didn't mean for this to happen. We he, he sees which way the tide is is going at this right. point. He's like, uh, yeah, the city want, regrets the mistake, and uh, the building's not going to be demolished. Yeah. Sir, you can't curse via acronym on television. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> can't do that on television. And then Douglas is like, the fuck did you say to them? <laughs> and he's like, I told him it was a snafu. You're not going to bulldoze this place. And then so they interview Douglas, and he's just like, so how much money are you going to be donating today? <laughs> Well, he's also like, it's an election year and we can't afford yeah. the tide yeah. to turn against us. Yes. So it's just Douglas is just like, well, I was thinking $3,000. It was suggested $3,000. Like, no. And they're like, no. Yeah. But $6,000 is also not enough. Is also not enough. So I'll be donating $10,000. Hooray! Which and leaves everybody. them $180,000 short. Uh,. One hundred seventy-three thousand because okay. they raised seven thousand. That's earlier. right. So, bec- well, so, well, no, I mean they spent that. Yeah, on Yeah, they they've but- spent that on balloons and shit. But 
So they have effectively defeated the demolition plan, but they are still being held to the, well, you still need to come up with $200,000 because someone somewhere said your building was condemned. Right. So you still got to pay that. So they're like, let's put on a show. We're going to put on the show now. And it's going to feature dancers and jugglers. (laughs) (laughs) It only features one of those, unfortunately. That's right. I'm very upset. (laughs) But then it's just crowd of people are there Mm -hmm. and it is just donation central while they come out in a costume change every time and they manage to raise like they get a hundred they get a hundred thousand hundred no they get a hundred fifty thousand okay yeah yeah they get they, up to 150 they're like oh these children have raised a hundred thousand dollars and then they finally climb it up to a hundred fifty thousand they're yeah. like oh we only need a fifty thousand <laughs> for some reason kelly's parents just happen to be watching the channel, channel that three is televising this it's thing. the channel of white people who care <laughs> and they're just like wait that's kelly she believes in something, and didn't you always tell her to follow her dreams and do stuff? And the, the dad's like, I did, and she is. Let's go see her. <laughs> so they go see her. And after dancing for like 14 straight hours, <laughs> they, they just walk up to the stage and are like, daughter, you have done a good thing by following your dreams and being a good person. So don't go to Princeton. Here's a check for 50 grand. <laughs> right. Now, Ozone, throughout this entire movie, has been like, fuck your money, old man. I work for what I do. Is, yeah. Is suddenly like, sweet, $50,000. Hooray. Well, he's not going to sell out to the old man yeah. for it. Yes. And he's not going to beg him for it. Right. But the old man came of his own volition. He did. And was Yeah, because there was a bribe dance. at one point, like, I will give you all the money if you just go to Princeton and never dance again. Right. And he was like, you can't do that. That's selling out. Yeah, that's not it's- what you want. But now he's just like, 50,000, sweet, we did it, release the balloons. <laughs> yeah, they got, like, balloons. <laughs> not not and... before we get more iced tea. Yeah. Color there, cannons. There yeah. was one, mu- they're like, ladies and gentlemen, iced tea, and he mm-hmm. comes out and does a little th- rap he, he, about the night, yeah. uh, like, about what's happening. It's right. just like, these crazy kids are trying to do a thing, and you should give them money. I'm iced tea, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's shockingly accurate, Chuck. Thank you. It's like he was here. He, yeah, our dreams came true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a big old celebration with, you know, everyone on stage and, you know, her dad suddenly has a bandana on and yep. Ice-T is mingling amongst the crowd. And Oh, at some point, the um, the electro rockers come out and they're like, hey, now we're friends. Again, another thing that fucking sucks about this movie is that they came out when the bulldozer showed up and were just like, haha, your shit's getting wrecked. Right. And then it was only during the dancing at the end where they're like. We are friends now. Yeah. That was the point where, if we were writing this movie, that's the point where the electro rockers show up and they're like, yeah, no, we're with you now. Because Ozone went to them and said, dude, we need your help. And they said no. Yeah. They were said, like, I don't give a shit about your stupid rec center. <laughs> so there we're was, on the streets. Yeah. There was never any kind of like moment of better dancing or, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. That rich white guy's an asshole. None of that. They just decide to flip for no reason, except maybe to get on television. Um so that I don't know. It's just there are there are story arcs that need better resolution than what we get instead of just skipping to the end, which is what happens in all of them. Yeah, but unfortunately, but they raise the money. Yep. And they get to keep their place and mm-hmm. everybody's dancing and everybody's happy. <laughs> yes. And uh, dad gets sworn into a neon gang. He does. <laughs> I mean, he has a yeah. bright green bandana. He paid on his money. Yeah. yeah, he's in. The he's gang. in. Fifty thousand gets you in. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then that's it. Movie is over. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else yeah. happening. Roll here. credits. Yellow I, I, credits on bright blue background. I mm-hmm. guess if you donate fifty thousand dollars, you don't have to get jumped in. No, you just right. No, you, like, just, you, you just you just skip, skip that past that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's look, like can the Civil I just War, give you, you just buy your way out? Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. It's like if I give you fifty thousand, will you not hurt me? It's like, hmm. If I, how much do I have to give to my kid? Doesn't have to go to boot camp. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's it. Okay. Well, it's time to rate it. I guess. I think, as established, this. Is definitely a Star Grovey movie. I, uh-huh. I think we we established that thoroughly, and yeah, I mean, there's just a song called "Electric Boogaloo" at one point. Right. Even though that's all they're saying, it's still every time anything happens in this, there is something that accompanies it that is a descriptive song. Yeah, comes up. So super duper, except for Ice T song. That's yeah. he's angry. The first Ice T song. Fuck anyway. This record smash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So actual ratings. Mm-hmm. These two movies are weird. A little bit. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with them except for screenplays that need another pass and someone saying, hey, maybe this is why this happens instead of just like, and it happens. Other than that, I got no beef with Breaking 2. I really don't. Um, I'm going to say it's a little better than the first one because the first one was a lot more just... I want to real dance and they were like, come on, don't make any money. Just street dance with us. It's great. Be homeless. And she was like, yeah, that's a good point. But this one is all kind of that. But also there's a more noble goal here. And the dancing is fucking ridiculous. The dancing itself is not spectacular, but the framing devices for it are better and cool. And everything is bright, neon crazy in this. And there's more iced tea than there was in the first one. So I'm giving it four jocks. That is my rating. Does anybody remember what I rated the last one off the top of their heads? Uh, it was a one or two. I listened to the show earlier. Okay. So. Might have been two. I This is one of those rare instances where I feel like I do need to rate it off of the oh, other sure. one. The sequels are totally a, allowed to do I have it. a very specific sort of feeling between the two. This is a little bit of like a, one of those caveat ratings. Okay. Asterisk. Uh, I am giving this... I would give this movie as a whole, I think I would give it three jocks. Okay. However... The ingenuity and the execution of the gimbal scene mm-hmm. alone bumps it up in another entire jocks rating. This is a four jocks movie for yes. the, the gravity defying breakdancing alone. Um, yeah, there there are there are issues with the plot and the pacing and things that don't happen that should happen, mm-hmm. um, especially in a movie that sort of eschews the real somewhat realistic nature of the first one um like this just doing that was like a free pass to like do fantastical things i would have been fine with like literally an electric force coming from the break dancing on the stage at the end thrusting the the bulldozers away yes and then you can cut back to reality of just they're just like oh i guess we're going home and like back away but i don't care you know like just something where it's like I, I still don't know what an electric boogaloo is. Like, like it's such a powerful subtitle, and it's like nothing, nothing even close to that happens. Like, what does that mean? According to that documentary, it was just Menachem Golan thought, came up. That with, was awesome. He just th- put those two words together and thought that was the best. That's literally all it was. And they were all around the studio, like, "What does that even mean?" And he's just like, "It's great." And they were like, okay, boss, whatever. <laughs> Here's another plate of cocaine. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, I wanted I wanted 
the power of their dance to physically blow back the bulldozers. Like you said, even if they then mm-hmm. revealed that it hadn't actually happened, I wanted the fantasy aspect of exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's... Like, prob- we were dancing at you so hard that's that... probably not... That's above the capacity of the yeah. m- movie's budget, but... Probably. I, I don't care. There's, there's, there's just something... There's something joyous about these two movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, just... It's a... Call it nostalgia. Call it a time capsule. I don't care. Like, I mean, it's just... I, I just I, I can't think I know it's the time that I was young and you know growing up so I, I I have to think that it's clouded by some some form of nostalgia but like the mid 70s to the mid 80s are just fucking insane like fashion and boldness and there's just something that like there's never been another time like that that I can think of yeah I mean what other what other era of of history has something like as weird and fucked up and powerful as like the apple to break in i mean like just crazy ass fashion like just don't give a fuck mm-hmm. you know like there's just nothing else like that i mean i know there's psychedelic 60s thing but you know what everyone's just wearing fucking like multicolored togas and shit i mean it, it's not that it's not that out there or crazy you know what right. i mean it's like yeah i mean a lot other than like the the trendy Andy Warhol crowd and like it's weirdness but I mean like that's a very small subset this was just like everyone was dressing weird and crazy and Mm -hmm. fashion and everything was influenced by this kind of shit everyone was trying to be an individual yeah and to ridiculous lengths like throughout this entire movie Kelly wears a pair of handcuffs as a belt that then other characters sometimes wear as a belt Um, Mm -hmm. you know just like where where would you why (laughs) how would you get them like why would you have them and how would you think i'm gonna just make a belt out of these that just seems so strange so it's two things that can connect another thing i've seen a lot weirder fashion sure i'm not saying it's normal and i'm not saying it's the weirdest thing but it is a noticeable thing all right so i've looked a couple things up um (laughs) one i looked up my rating for the last movie Uh uh Interesting point of fact is this may be our first sequel, Stargrove. Yeah. Because the first one got a Stargrove. Oh. Mm. This one gets a Stargrove. That's, yeah. Double Stargrove. Man. Pretty good. Double down. Two Stargrove, we're in. Um, The other thing is the electric boogaloo is a style of dance. Uh, Is it? Yeah. It's on the Wikipedia. I mean, mean, boogaloo shrimp is, in fact, the guy, the real guy. Right. That's turbo, but. And it is the. Electric Boogaloo is like a uh, pop and lock so- sort of style okay. kind of dance. It's a a fluid leg oriented style danced to funk music. So <laughs> leg oriented, right? <laughs> that wasn't that weird shit he was doing up on the roof, was it? Where that like weird sidekicky that could be some of <laughs> I just that saying, could be some Boogaloo. That, that was a weird ass like almost Russian esque dance he was doing up there. That was, it was weird. It was good. Bizarre. We didn't even mention that yeah. he was up yeah. on the fucking roof. Putting up a sign on the roof that said "Save our center" or whatever, "Save, Save our, our streets. streets," streets, yeah, SOS. And he would do wizard hands down at the ground, and then suddenly more people would have shown up. Like, right. I- I'm here now. What? What the hell? And, and then, then people he, would pop out from a behind. A he train. should have had a shirt that said "Big Wizard," <laughs> right? Yes. And then he just basically just jumped down from the roof uh, from like a hundred feet. He up. did, yes. But um, so last time, last time we gathered for a break-in movie, I rated it a two. Mm-hmm. And I don't know this. There's something weird about this. And I think expectations play a lot into it. I sort of expected this to be more of a we're going to be in the process of saving 
the rec center by raising money, and we're going to raise money to save the rec center. Mm-hmm. There's also expectation that the movie set, which was basically the exact same thing, but also that there would be some sort of more meaningful confrontation. On the whole, this feels a whole lot more shallow than breaking the original. Like it's all just it's all just surface. Yes. There's nothing that's too terribly deep. Um, you know, they 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 brush lightly on racism. They brush lightly on everything. All the conflicts are just a light brush, mm-hmm. just just like minor inconveniences almost. And it doesn't really tackle any one particular piece of conflict with any like it doesn't sink its teeth into any of the conflict it just uses that conflict to move from dance number to dance number to dance number which if you're going to look at it from a sort of cinematic uh viewpoint i think this is actually a little bit worse than breaking from that standpoint okay as far as how I feel about it as a Banffcast movie, I kind of feel like it's about on par with Breaking the First. So I think I'm going to give it two jocks. Okay. Um, it was a lot of fun, but I, I I don't know. I don't feel like it worked as well, but some things were really great. Some of the dance numbers were fun. The, that... Okay, maybe I'm going to give it three jocks because of that, <laughs> because of the house, you know, walking around mm-hmm. the inside walk, dancing on the ceiling thing. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's so tough when I'm trying to talk myself through my rating, but go with your um, gut. Talk I, to your gut. <laughs> I've been talking to my gut all week. Hey. Um, Gross, I think. <laughs> it says, "Stop feeding me Taco Bell." That's all I can get out of it. Two or three. You got to pick one. Man, do I? Yes. Can I give it a two and a half? No. Two and three quarters. That's a three. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a three. There I'll, it give it a th- I'll go ahead and count it, hit the button, three jocks. It's been logged. Ooh. <laughs> no that was the only other thing that my gut said to me. Um, you. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's strange. It's really strange that, like, they had a chance to really... God, I don't want to say it. They had a chance to really do something here. But there are a lot of points in this movie where they can turn it into whatever what everybody thinks of it. Yeah. And they completely whiffed on every <laughs> almost every single instance that they had a chance to do it, they whiffed. And I I don't know what they were trying to do with making breaking two. Making breaking. Um <laughs> except for just like put out another cheap dance movie. Yeah. I, I will say time is this movie's biggest enemy because over time you get an idea of what this movie is and you've heard cursory things about it over time. Yeah. And then you see it and you're like, well, that's not as crazy as I thought it was going to be, especially considering it's a canon movie, but it's still unlike most anything else. That is correct. Yeah. And it is it is fascinating to behold. Yeah. But I think if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pick a favorite it's still, even though I rated this one higher for the one scene, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Breaking the original. If All I right. if somebody says, "Hey, you want to watch Breaking or Breaking 2? I'm watching Breaking. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. I, I do want to say before we go, nope. uh, this is the tenth Sam Firstenberg movie. Oh, first and tenthenberg. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't Firstenberg, you're Lastenberg. And there's only one more. That really essentially leaves us one more, which uh, was going to happen if the damn hurricane hadn't hit, but. Uh, 
that'll be coming up soon. So we will have pretty much finished out the Sam Furstenberg filmography as it applies to Bamcast. Okay. So, his entire ooh. Yeah. Or, uh... Clearly, we have seen more of his movies than anyone else's. That's got to be. We've also seen probably more of his movies than he has. That's probably true too, as well. Yeah. <laughs> so just wanted to get that out there. Okay. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Yep. Okie dokie. All right, welcome back. Hey! Second half. Yeah. Bamcast. Half number two. Half. Brought to you by... Halves. Gaspacho <laughs> and the Squid. This Sunday at 7 p.m. On Fox. Yeah. <laughs> and CBS. We don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> but only on the app. <laughs> right. Hey, speaking of apps. What? what huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a new thing. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> It's real dumb, and I don't understand why they're doing it. I mean, I get it, but it's bad. It's a bad idea. Uh, Star okay. Trek Discovery. Oh, okay. Uh, you're not saying the show is bad. You're saying the no, idea I, of how they're distributing it. The yeah, that the method is bad of okay. what they're doing. Okay. Um, but oh, please tell us in case this isn't already old news. Well, I mean, so they aired the first part of the pilot on CBS, uh-huh. and then everything the else. First part of the pilot. Yeah, it was a two-hour pilot. It was very well. Clear or like so a, they used. They aired half of the. Yeah. Fucking idiots. I know. I mean, it was a full length hour long of television, yeah. but then they like cut off what would be, I mean, what is a two hour thing with commercials about, I mean, it's, it's, these days about, it's about 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two hour thing would be like about an hour and a half. Yes. I mean, it's I'm yes. saying give or take. So yes, they showed about 40 something minutes on regular TV and then said immediately hop, hop on over to the app and watch the rest. Mm-hmm. And then all the further episodes will only be on the app. They are not showing any more of them on television. This I am aware yeah. mm-hmm. of. of um, this I am aware. But they are they are not uploading them until eight thirty p.m. Sunday nights. So it's not just like Sunday rolls around and you can watch yourself some Star Trek. You got to wait till fucking eight thirty at night. I don't disagree with that necessarily. I don't necessarily disagree with the one episode per week upload, but waiting all day to then just watch a stream is dumb. And and another thing that's dumb is that you're paying for this service and there are fucking commercials during the stream. The, that is a thing that I have a huge problem with. If you want to make the app free and show me commercials, I am on board. I get it. If I'm paying you whatever it is, $7 a month for this, fuck off. <laughs> Especially when the commercials are hot garbage. I think there is a, isn't there a higher tier that you can purchase? Not CBS, I don't think so. Okay. Hulu thought- there is... I thought it was like a ten dollar level with no commercials. Was it? I, I don't know. I didn't see that. So, but by all accounts, the the sign in the the sign up services is shitty, and everything about the app is broken. But I just wish they had experimented with something else before they did it with Star Trek, because something's going to go horribly wrong, and Star Trek is going to suffer for it. Mm-hmm. And then we're not going to have Star Trek for another twenty goddamn years. But the show itself is I I don't quite know how to react to it yet. Okay, it's it. Obviously, that pilot was very self-contained based on what they God, they immediately thrust like spoiler footage at you the second it's over. And you're like, wait, no, stop. Yeah. But but, however, it's like the show is going in a 100 percent different direction. So I I watched it as well. And 
normally I'm opposed to like the coming up next episode kind mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. but this was like a little tease of like, oh, holy shit, like this isn't the show you just showed me at all. Yeah. So I'm kind of okay with it because it's... Yeah, we basically saw the prequel. Yeah. Like, I mean, without getting spoilery, it sets up like a fairly standard Star Trek thing on a ship, out mm-hmm. on a mission, mm-hmm. go to do innocuous thing and turns out to be something more. Yeah. And then drama happens and then yes. you're, the, the show is basically like ships fucked this person's in trouble and like they're more or less going to a prison ship mm-hmm. and it's like a whole other thing mm-hmm. or not in a prison ship but like it's like some rogue we gotta fuck shit up kind of ship yeah um again i, I don't want to get I, I don't want to be spoiler about it because it's all fairly new however i will say i'm as we've discussed on, on other forms of podcasts before, we're, we're fairly big Star Trek nerds. We are. Um, and my one thing I'm confused about is I know where this takes place in the timeline. Mm-hmm. However, I think that this is like that part of the timeline only in the movie universe. Um, and I say that only in so much as like when you watch the Abrams Star Trek universe, mm-hmm. they're... Klingons are hinted at and sort of kind of seen, but not really. Yeah. And if this is where it says it takes place in between what would be Enterprise and the original series. Yeah. How the fuck do Klingons look like they look in this? Yeah. Is all I've got to say. So I'm I don't have a problem with their design. I'm just saying like you wrote a brilliant retcon thing and now you're possibly fucking that out unless it lives in this alternate timeline thing. Yeah, they they released a pretty like official timeline of what this thing is. And it's so it's basically like 90 years after enterprise and 10 years before the original series. Correct. But they have also specifically said, this is the original timeline. This is not the Abrams universe. Okay. Well, that's, that's dumb. I know that's really dumb because I like I said, they wrote a brilliant thing. The, the most brilliant thing I think enterprise probably did. Mm-hmm. And then they've now they've just completely fucked it up. Yeah. A la what is arguably really good about Blade Runner mm-hmm. <laughs> coming along with Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I know it's 2049. It's just funny to say 2-0. two. Yeah. Just yeah. basically saying like ambiguity. Fuck that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm on board. I mean, I will, I will see this through to the end despite the hurdles that the app wants to throw at me. Right. But I, I guess. So one thing that I had a problem with, and it's obviously probably not going to be a problem going forward is that, you know, Brian Fuller only wrote the first episode before he got thrown out of there, basically. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a tonal shift at some point, obviously. But man, that first episode, like, so the ship they're on is supposed to be a science vessel, basically. Mm-hmm. They are f- all just witty and glib as fuck and just casually just chatting it up on the bridge doing stuff. And I'm like, how are all you fucking science nerds this quick with your snappy dialogue? Like, I mean, I get it. It's a television show, but it just seemed like everyone is just like casually, casually like going through the paces of doing things on a starship, but it's like, they're all kind of glib about it. Mm -hmm. And that just seemed odd to me. Like in the timeline of the show, we are still relatively new to being out in space doing shit. And they are just way too cocky about everything basically so i the only thing that ultimately bothers me is that yet again it's a prequel show and it's like at what point 
can we move forward with this franchise? Like, at what point can we just say, here are adventures that take place after the next generation? Like, why is that so... For- I've seen the end of all the shows. Like, nothing cataclysmic happens to the universe that prevents any further stories. No. And it would fit the tech that they're using because, holy shit, like, this bridge is fucking tricked out. Mm-hmm. And then... Again, I get it. I'm not freaking out about continuity, but then you look at the the original series and you're like, wait, why did we <laughs> regress to this dumb retro look? I get it. Like, you have to do that That's kind of thing. That's why saying they should have just hedged their bets and be like, it's 10 years before the, what would be the original series, but in Abrams world where yeah. every shit's shiny. Yeah, because new. things went wacky. I mean, I, I don't know why they didn't do that, but I just go forward, Yeah, man. Just. Someone do a 24th, 25th century show and just let's let's tell more stories. Yeah. I mean, I was immediately fascinated by what is our main character's backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's complicated. It's complicated <laughs> and it's interesting and, and like a thing that could be very awesomely explored. But now I feel like the show is going to go in a completely different direction and yeah. maybe barely focus on that. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's it's got potential. It's, it's got potential. It's but a like, rocky start. I don't. I, I just don't feel like I can follow it in its current medium. Like, it's a thing, like, I think when it's all said and done. Just marathon it. Well, no, like, I'm hoping they're going to be like, yeah, that app thing was fucking stupid. Here's some discs. Yeah. Or, you know, here oh, it is on Netflix or whatever. You Believe know what I mean? me, they will sell it. I know, but I mean, like, it needs to be, like, I just don't feel like it's worth fighting this bullshit. Yeah. Like, the app and all that. Are you ready for the the price structures and what that includes commercial-wise? Sure. I found that information. Okay. Yeah, what you got? So CBS All Access Limited Commercials gives you the shows with quote unquote limited commercial interruptions for five ninety nine a month. That must be what I have. Um, and then CBS All Access Commercial Free asterisk says free from promotional interruptions for only nine ninety nine a month. Right. Asterisk live TV includes commercials and select shows have promotional interruptions. Even though. Set free from promotional mm-hmm. interrupt. Okay, but like on demand does that too. Like the the newest shows. Like if you go to on demand, you will be unable to fast forward them, and they that's, contain commercials. That's still bullshit. Yeah, I mean that on demand is an extra perk of cable these days and stuff like that. But well, it, I mean it, you're paying for it. Yeah, but I just man, I and again I would be okay. I've I've said this about Hulu over time, and I'll say it again about the CBS app. I would be okay if the commercials were diverse. Or decent. Yeah. Or not a million times louder than everything else or but any like, number of things. Yeah, yeah, but I'm pretty sure the ones that were in the Star Trek episodes were all pharmaceutical commercials that were like really odd and off-putting, and it was the same fucking one four times. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, fuck, man, how can you not? That's good Star Trek fans <laughs> have health problems. <laughs> we are getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, all Star Trek fans are fat nerds who live in a mother's basement. <laughs> they need health care. <laughs> I'm a CBS executive and I poop my pants. <laughs> but like, but like the day the day that Star Trek was debuting on CBS that night, I just had the football games on for reasons, and they didn't promote it at all. Like they didn't promote their show, so I Go don't understand football. St- it, they were running fucking a, a mobile game app commercials and shit like that. Yeah. And still- all their other new shows, but I don't get it. And I just, I just wish it continues to be this thing where 
no one knows what to do with Star Trek. It's just, you know, it, it it's like when the third movie was being thrown around and talked about. Like, they were like, no one can figure out what to write. And that's when Simon Pegg was like, fuck, I'll write it. What the hell? You know, mm-hmm. they were like, no one knows where to go with Star Trek. And it just, it's this experimental thing for them. And it's like their biggest cash cow. They have like so much of it. And they always treat it real dumb. So, I don't know. Show's all right. (laughs) Show seems to be like it might be all right. Yeah. Like I said, it just... I... A, I don't want... I mean, even if it means like a Star Trek thing crashing and burning, I I don't want to support their dumb Mm -hmm. everything. Like, I want no... I I want no (laughs) part of it. I will not support your dumb everything. No, I just... I I mean, I don't want to be like the, oh, well, I just want to see Star Trek. I just want to play football, coach. No, I just I I yeah. don't want to encourage them in any way, shape, or form. So you know what? If it if it means the show crashing and burning or them coming to their senses and putting it somewhere else, mm-hmm. whatever. So be it. Like not getting any dollars from me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, fuck them. Yeah. No, right. I, I just mean like there there there's other services. Don't reinvent the fucking wheel and don't stop this like splintering off doing your own thing bullshit. Like you know this is just it's it's a bad habit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, hmm. kind of. Um, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about better things. Okay. Maybe better resolution things. Yeah. So again, whatever. I just talked about not supporting the corporate machine or whatever. But I got a new device that is popular <laughs> from a popular manufacturer of devices. Uh-huh. A zealotry like following. Yeah. That put out a new device for your television. Oh, the Bible. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Zing! Got him! <laughs> uh, whatever. I got an, I got the new Apple TV. I don't I don't give a shit. All right, all right. I'm right, not going right, to dance around anymore. Right, right, right. Uh, so I went in and started hopping around to like see what movies I had digital copies of that were suddenly now 4K copies. Right, because they are for free converting whatever you own in HD to 4K. Correct. Okay, cool. Yes. So, I mean, I just had some digital copies from things that I purchased and was like, hey, what do I have? Um... At first, I was just going to, like, sample some things. Like, I, I jumped around John Wick for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, John Wick's cool. I think John Wick 2 will look better. I haven't I haven't actually purchased that yet. Um, I seem to remember, like, John Wick 1 is fairly base color tone, whereas I felt like 2, like, amped that up a lot. Yeah. Because um, I got to say, and I mean, this is not an original thought, but a lot of people are saying this. 4K is cool and all, but I think HDR is the fucking revolution. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I, I, I ended up, like, landing on and deciding to watch the entirety of Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll come back to that for a second. I also watched The Martian. Okay. Um, the Martian is just... I, the more I, I know a lot of people are like, fuck Ridley Scott, fuck this, fuck... It's basic. I like The Martian. I like The Martian a lot. The Martian is, like, two and a half, three hour, whatever the hell long it is, version of Gravity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... It's just... I know Gravity is brisk and brilliant and all of that, but, like, The Martian is just like all that too. It's like the same kind of feelings of like you're on the edge of your seat. And, but I mean, it's just like the cast of the Martian just keeps getting more and more insane. It's like another, someone else shows up and it's like, wait, you're in this too. Like <laughs> the hell. Yeah. Like, um, so whatever, I like it and it looks good. And, but it's not like a, a blow your socks off kind of movie. Right. Pacific Rim on the other hand, absolutely is Pacific Rim. I think is going to be my like, fifth element twister every you know like format movie that i'm going to show people to say like here's what the fuss is about mm-hmm. watch this mm-hmm. you know watch the harbor fight scene because that's really all you need i mean the whole movie looks great because 
I mean, it's 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 one of those experiences where I feel like I do feel like uh, I mean, I, I know it's trite to say, but I feel like I'm watching the movie again for the first time because it like it looks better than it looked in the theater. It looks better than it's ever looked wow. on anything I've ever seen before. And just the the colors of that sequence are just fucking phenomenal and the particle effects and everything. Um yeah, and I mean, we we've, we've talked the movie to death, so I don't feel like I have anything new to contribute. It's just like it looks even it, better. It, it, yeah, I mean that the color saturation and the and the hues and the vibrance of it all is just amazing looking. Um and I and I, you know, obviously I could have gotten this before in a disc version. I mean, that's been a 4K disc. I think it was one of the launch ones. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it was a thing. I was like I've I've owned this, you know, I'm not going to upgrade that. Mhm. Thinking like I, I've got the best you can have with Pacific Rim. Well, turns out I, I don't. I didn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, I look forward to like. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a, a slight rant here, just a minor one. Go right ahead. Movies and retailers of movies need to jump in the fucking line and get with saying my DVD, Blu-ray, 4K disc that comes with a digital copy. Tell me what fucking service it's for. <laughs> like right on the box and yeah. bold. Like it needs to say, like if it's an ultraviolet only copy, it better fucking say UV, you know, UV digital mm-hmm. copy. Or if it's a universal one, they need some, it can't just say plus digital copy. Like the, this, this shit is important now. Yeah. <laughs> it used to just be like, here's a thing that you also get that we're tossing you some scraps. Now it's fucking important. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I've tried, I've tried to get with the program. Ultraviolet fucking sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I will hear nothing about it. Like <laughs> I understand that it's like it's mostly kind of platform agnostic. Yeah. But all of those platforms suck. <laughs> they have horrible interfaces. They half the time that you can't even like sort them in, the, in an order that's usable. Mm-hmm. They're just and 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 they look completely different on every device. Yep. And I don't know if they sell 4K or if you get a 4K or they're probably not going to up upconvert them or anything ever unless apple just sets this incredible precedent that everyone has to follow this line they would be smart to sure if absolutely, they want to keep absolutely. Pace. but i mean i just if your shit is digital copy only and i open up a disc and i see that i usually want to take that piece of paper and throw it in the fucking garbage that's how that's how much i dislike ultraviolet well please don't do that please give I don't. them to me <laughs> i don't i mean i have some movies because i'm just saying like you need to on the package very clearly amazon and everybody else like i I haven't pre-ordered Baby Driver. I haven't ordered Baby Driver in 4K yet mm-hmm. because I don't know what the fuck the disc comes with. Right. It just says digital copy. And I'm like, if I'm not going to go out and buy it to get a, you know, an ultraviolet copy or something like this better come with it. I, I want a 4K digital file. And yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just, that needs to be more clearly defined. That's, that's all. That's it. End of rant. There was a there was a short period of time where I was getting Blu-ray discs that on the the banner on the cover where it would say like DVD plus mm-hmm. Blu-ray plus digital copy. Some of them say ultraviolet. Next to, yeah, next to digital copy, it would have the ultraviolet logo. Mm-hmm. But I now want to say they have stopped doing that, and yeah. it just says digital copy. It's so weird. Like I can't I can't even figure out like okay, all Paramount does is support ultraviolet. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't say Paramount's even really a thing, per se. <laughs> not not yeah, much. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, you've been like, I can't even figure out like what studio backs what. Yeah. Because, I mean, I even have some movies, like I think Pacific Rim was one of them. My digital copy let me have ultraviolet and iTunes. Yeah, some of them did. It yeah. was just like, here, have it everywhere. And there was something else, too. It was like, I noticed was in both of them. I'm like, well, I know I didn't purchase two digital copies. You just must have given me both. Mm-hmm. 
I can't eat. Like I said, there just needs it now that if digital is the future, you need to get your shit in street and, you know, and in line. And I, I still, I still like to have a, a physical copy as long as they're going to continue to be a thing and feel like a reference thing. But mm-hmm. you've just got to, got to get it in some order. Like I need to know what I'm buying that four gate disc, what else I'm getting. I don't give a shit about your DVD copy. Throw that in the fucking garbage. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's my mild journey down 4K land, further down 4K land. I just want every I just want everybody to get on board with it. Like, I don't know. So. Yeah, I got, I got nothing else. Man. Do we have any correspondence? Or are we waiting for Mackie for that kind of and thing? Mackie does that. All right. And we don't really have any. Oh. <laughs> well, that's convenient. Yeah. So, BJ. Yeah. If we want to get correspondence, uh-huh. how would people get it to us? Uh, email. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. a way. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe you've heard of this email. <laughs> there's email, there's phone, and you can find us on the internet. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fax? Mm-hmm. No. Telex? Nope. Um, Cable? Telegram? <laughs> nope. Uh, Morse code? Perhaps? Carrier pigeon? Nope. nope. Uh, send a raven? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Just three, just three. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, how do how do people get to those things from the internet? Okay, or their phone. But more specifically, like where would they direct their internet or phone Uh, to us? (laughs) And we are found where (laughs) on the internet? God damn it! (laughs) I can go. I can do this all night. Please don't. Um, (laughs) Bmfcast.com, obviously, or bmf at bmfcast.com, or the uh, Garfield phone nine one zero five jacks bmf or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Sing to us. Nobody sung, sung, sang, singed, sung. Has sung? No, not a single person has sung to us lately. Yeah. And that saddens me. And saddens you? <laughs> yes. Okay. You're just going to bring the mysterious stranger back into the show if you ask for someone to sing. I just want somebody Lovely to sing. lady. <laughs> Piazzadora. Piazzadorable. <laughs> I miss the mysterious stranger. <laughs> I just want somebody to sing to me. That's all. Sing to BJ, y'all. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> sing to BJ, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Timey kangaroo down. Um, there's also a cool thing that we that we do called Patreon, and that helps us fund all of our stuff. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, we run that. Yeah, we, we just run got it. like sixty million in funding for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why the fuck are we here right now? I don't know, man. Um. But uh, it's a cool thing we're on is Patreon, yeah. uh, and it's a way that uh, you can support the show in a monthly fashion. You can give us dollars, and in return, we give you extra podcasts and some some cool stuff. So uh, there is also there's also one other thing. It's called Discord. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's an internet chat thing, and you can chat with us. Um, help keep me occupied at work instead of doing work. Uh, go to the website bmfcast.com and there's a button for the discord and you can join and chat with us and many other fans of the uh, of the podcast we have uh, there's like a bunch <laughs> it's a good number 47 good number. plus 6 is 53 plus 2 is 55 there are 55 people it's up to that many yeah wow none of them talk though so oh. if you're uh, <laughs> I mean not none of them there's a there's a <laughs> There's a tight group of folks that are regular chatters in Discord, and um, I think sometimes we scare them off with our chatting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all, we like things. <laughs> ah! I don't know. I mean, it's 
We're very Except accessible you, people. Right. There's, but you should there's, totally interact with I us. I mean, we're awful people, but right, we're but, accessible. Yeah. We're accessible. Yes. But there's a, there's a bunch of people in the... There are a bunch of people in the Discord. Okay. And, um, it's a lot more since I was there last. If you are... If you are lurking in the Discord, please don't hesitate to jump into the chat. Uh, let us know what you think. I know it seems like we were, you know, kind of clicky because we're all talking to each other, but that's because those are the people that are that are talking, mm-hmm. and some of the people that we, you know, that we have known for a while. But don't be afraid to jump into the conversation. Yeah, we'll uh, totally some, talk to you, also. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk to you. Yeah, we'll throw talk your, to you throw, like you're a regular. Throw your hands up and interject. Right. Yes. Or don't. I don't care. Just lurk. <laughs> if you want to do that too, that's fine. We see you though. <laughs> yep. And don't be a dick. Because I will ban the fuck out of you. That is one rule. We also went around threatening to ban people for very innocuous things. World that might, might have contributed to the <laughs> oh. silence. I mean, I, I, was, I disagree I with you. I will ban you. <laughs> well. I mean, I hoped. I hoped that that was that it was evident that I was being facetious mm. when I was threatening to ban everyone because. Right. Don't don't disparage candy corn in BJ's presence. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was only a recent ban threat. The rules are up at the top of the screen on the Discord if you're on PC and you can access them easily if you're on mobile, but the actual rules that will get you uh, rule breaking that you get banned are just basic rules of decency. Yes. So don't break basic rules of decency and you will be able to stay active. So far, zero bans. Nice. Mhm. Except, Except for, for Chuck. That's not an encouragement. <laughs> that's that's not a challenge. For, right. Yeah. I'm not banned. <laughs> I can go there anytime I want. Yeah, well, uh, until this morning. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, I guess that, that's that'll just about do it, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, we, yeah I guess that'll just about do it. <laughs> should we get out of here, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cool. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And for Mackie, this is Bamfcast out. Bamfcast out.